Hi, welcome everybody. This is Supreme Being. I forget what episode we're on. First and foremost, as always, sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. If you need anything uh, real estate worldwide, we got you. Go to teambcsold.com and we'll connect you or we'll help you personally. Number two, Modern Success. Shout out to all the Modern Success members who are listening live. Uh, personal coaching and mentorship program for the planet. Shout out to all the newest members and we're having our second event August 10th. I'm excited. Crazy, crazy good speakers coming. Recommend you sign up. That way you can go to the event. And number three, eXp Realty for all the realtors. Get on our roster. Go to join.exprealty.com or you can message me if you want more information about the company. Okay. So um, as we as we continue along, right? Every episode, every episode, every episode, the topics change. Okay. What I just did today, um, I did an hour um, in regards to this new content that I'm doing, right? We're doing something for modern success. I'm also doing a door knocking challenge, which I'm going to leave the link here in the podcast description if you want to get on the waiting list. I'll also put it here on Instagram for the people that are listening if they want to get on uh, the waiting list. Um, so I'm, I'm basically doing a lot. I'm condensing a lot, especially into today in regards to uh, all the tasks that I did, right? The real estate stuff and the social media stuff. So I'm in an effort now to simplify things so much that it just makes it so simple for people to whatever outlet they're going for, right? Let's say they want to get into real estate. They want to uh, get good at door knocking. They want to do good at sales, get better with their money, build more confidence, get better at speaking, right? I'm, I'm all those categories that I cover in my coaching program and everything else. I'm now redoing everything in a sense where a lot of the information that I give now is going to be simplified to the degree that you're going to be able to, if you have a kid and you follow my content, who's young, who's like maybe age 10, right? They're going to be able to understand what I teach and apply it and they're going to get it right. Because I feel that that simplification will compensate for what we see in the world of people overanalyzing things and overcomplicating things. So my thought was, why not make things so simple, at least for the people that listen to me, that it nullifies that mechanism in a lot of people, which is to overcomplicate it. So simple that it will be, in fact, impossible for people to overcomplicate it, okay? So that's been on my mind, right? And I wanted to discuss that because you may notice a shift in some of the things coming out here in a while in regards to delivery and how it's given and presented. Okay. So I mentioned the door knocking challenge, right? I posted it here on Instagram. If you guys are interested, um, again, it's in the description here. So I know regardless of what people do that when I say door knocking, you don't have to literally think going to a residential neighborhood and door knocking. It could be approaching strangers. Um, it could be, um, you know, going business to business. It could be anything that involves human to human interaction and conversation. Okay. So when I say door knocking, think from that context, I'm starting this challenge, which I'm going to release in the next few weeks right? I've only put out the waiting list right now because I feel that even in 30 days, this challenge, whether you do the challenge or not, um, it doesn't matter, right? What I'm going for, what I'm really going for here is I want to teach people all the things and tools that I've gained from door knocking and just interacting with a lot of human beings in general, right? I really believe that if people sat down like let's say i just did an event right and i just described everything i've learned and all the breakthroughs i've had as an individual just from door knocking and talking to strangers the last couple of years 
that alone, I think, would get so many people to start doing it if they just sat down and listened to everything that I'm, I'm actually considering doing it. I'm just thinking if I make an event and I just talk about what I learned door knocking, no one's going to want to go because they're going to think, well, nothing's in it for me, right? So, you know, when we look at this thing, when you look at the subject among many other subjects, when I tell somebody, okay, you're going to go approach a stranger, man, all their insecurities, boom, come out to light, right? Uh, if they have insecurities about the way they look, it's going to come to their mind, right? If they have insecurities about their voice, their teeth, their eyes, their looks, their whatever it is, right? Oh man, I haven't approached somebody in 10 years. I'm not that good at talking. All that shit comes right to the surface when I'm like, okay, go. Okay. So in essence, the fact that that comes to the forefront and you have to deal with it and handle it already is an indicator that it is a growth activity. Okay. So when I say that, I make sure that people, like if it's at nighttime, I make sure people aren't drinking, people aren't smoking, because if they tend to do that, then uh, it, it kind of messes it up. I want people with a clean slate to be of, you know, in a, in a solid, clean, sober state of mind to do this. So now you're gonna deal with the, the insecurity. Number two, it's going to be a very accurate indicator of where you're at with your communication skills, okay? Because approaching strangers and befriending them, for most people, especially men, Right? For women, it's a little bit easier, especially if you're a good-looking woman, because most people are going to invite your conversation and listen to you. But if you're a man, right, a lot of times it, it, it can be standoffish. People more easily will tell you to go away. They'll ignore you. So it, it's almost like a different Mount Everest, we can say, for a lot of people. So it's going to be a very good indicator. If I approach 20 people and all 20 reject me, I can say, shit my communication skills aren't the best because I can't even get out of 20 people, one person to get in a dialogue with me, right? Like, so you can have a certain thought in your mind or belief about where you're at with your communication, but that's going to be one of the rawest and most accurate ways to measure. You get what I'm saying? Like, it, because it's going to give you real life feedback on where you think you're at. So Insecurities come to the forefront, you gotta handle them. It's gonna give you a very accurate measure. Number three, it's going to test your ability to be able to think and react under pressure, okay? Because in the moment, flight or flight is gonna respond and you're gonna be like, ah, what do I say, what do I do? And that's when you're gonna rely on your instinct to get you going, right? Or you're gonna eject like some people do. They talk a little bit and then they leave because they're uncomfortable. But being exposed to that, that moment, that feeling is gonna make you better. Because a lot of people, want to be able to do that, right? That's why they admire athletes and some other people is they know that, you know, when the pressure's on, they can handle it and they can perform. So if you can now adopt that skill set, which 100% it's a skill set. And why do I say it's a skill set? Because I can put myself in that position by doing what I just said over and over and over and over until I get better. Okay. So if I keep putting myself in situations where I feel pressure, Obviously, over time, I'm going to get better. It's inevitable. Even if you don't have any sort of training, even if you don't have any guidance or you're not told what to say, you naturally will get better. I mean, again, it's inevitable. You just have to do it. But because this is a self-imposed type of thing, meaning I'm putting myself in there, you can't rely on anybody else but you. Right? This is why I'm so selective when I do challenges or when I teach people personally who I'm gonna take. Because I don't wanna take the person who needs me to, in quotes, motivate them every five minutes to get off their ass and do something. You need to come to me, or you need to come to that situation, or career, or whatever it is, 
already fired up, ready to go. That needs to come from within. You need to bring that to the table. It's not up to somebody else to bring that out of you. You need to bring that shit up because you need to have that desire to get better at this one thing so bad that you're like, fuck it, I'm ready to do whatever it takes. Like, what do I need to do to get better? My communication skills, for example, if I'm that person, this is what I'm gonna say. My communication skills are really, are not up to par. Um, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of my situation. I wanna be happier. I wanna be more fulfilled. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it, right? I'm gonna go. So that person has to bring that desire to the table. So many people ask me, well, you know, when you hire people for Team DC or you add somebody, what's one of those things that you're looking for? That's what I'm looking for, desire. I don't give a shit what you have on paper. I really don't. You could be the most uh, you know, qualified person on paper with six degrees and all that, and I've had those people apply to my team and I don't hire them. I don't want that. I want somebody who has genuine, real, authentic desire. Why? Because then they're like wet clay and I can mold and I can help them, they're gonna be coachable, and all the things that I need on my checklist will be there. Desire, 100%. And you can't bullshit that. Because I can listen to somebody for a couple seconds and already know if they're bullshitting me or not. It's simple. And that feeling you get, everybody who's listening live or listening to the recording, you know what I'm talking about. Because you have that feeling like, man, this person's fired up. This person really cares about this. Whatever that feeling is, you know what it is. So if someone's bullshitting you, you know. Or if somebody has a genuine desire for something, you're like, fuck, that's cool. That person really wants that. Like, you know, you feel that shit. Okay? So these are just some of the things, among many others, if I was going to uh, point at this like 30-day door knocking challenge or just door knocking or approaching strangers in general. These are some of the things you're gonna deal with, okay? So I don't care, again, let's say somebody comes to me and they're like, well, you know, I work a nine to five or I don't really talk to many people. Why should I, you know, talk to strangers or get better at it? What do you mean? Communication and your ability to communicate and connect with people is gonna be one of the most vital assets you're ever gonna have in your life, period, right? And it's not just business, it's friendships, partnerships, relationships. Right? I know most people, I know a lot of people that are miserable when it comes to intimate relationships because of that, especially men. They just can't communicate. Right? Same thing with women. It's both. Both sexes are just communicating poorly, which is why everybody's running the fucking dating apps and all that other shit, right? And then it creates another fucking problem. Because it's very easy for me to text compared to being in person. A lot of people will text shit that they'll never say in person or the way they text it is not the way they're going to say it in person. Guarantee you. Okay. Right. That's why I laugh. And I post some of those memes. Like one of the memes that I posted that I think was kind of sexual was like, well, when you, uh, when the girl from the DMS finally shows up and it's like the little guy with the big glasses and the girl's like petting his head and he looks all freaked out. Right. That, that tells you what's being texted. It's not going to be uh, congruent in person. Okay. Also, text can be misconstrued, which is one of the reasons I do not like texting. I'd rather send voice messages or call people because texting can be misunderstood, right? We all know that. We've all felt the brunt of that, and we've also dished it out to somebody, um, you know, and they misunderstood what we said. So you have to remember that. So this is key, right? How many people suffer in their life with their happiness and fulfillment because they lack social skills, which comes down to communication? But again, you have to face this issue head on and say, okay, I'm going to go out there and, and, and do this thing. 
And I'm okay being, the issue with people is now other things come into play that really don't matter. Like for example, well, if I go talk to people and I'm not good, my friends are going to, um, you know, uh, make fun of me. It's like, dude, then get new friends, fuck them. Why are you spending time with people that ridicule you when you try to get better? Seriously? Like I even remember being younger and it was like the person who, in general, the person who like approached people like at the eighth grade dances and stuff, some people would make fun of them. I'm like, dude, I'm thinking at least that dude has enough balls to fucking approach. All these wallflowers that sit there with their fucking hands in their pants are talking shit and they haven't talked to one girl all fucking night. But they have the audacity to clown this dude who, yeah, got rejected, but at least he's going out there. You know what I mean? But why would we put more importance and value on that than our own desire to get better? Isn't that a trip? Isn't that a trip? So now you step into adulthood and you're saying, I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, that has to be adopted into your beingness. You need to look at other people's. You need to look at other people's opinions. And that now has to be eradicated or at the very minimum be secondary to your own opinion and your own authority of you in your world. I don't need to check with anybody else when I decide to do something. I want to post some nasty sexual shit on my Instagram, I'm posting it. I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say. I really don't. If I want to post some square ass corporate shit, I'll post it. I don't care. Right? Because I'm the ultimate authority. I can do whatever I want as long as I'm not breaking laws or harming another individual. Right? Well, everybody says that. Everyone preaches that apparently, but very few people are actually fucking doing it. That's the difference. I'm actually doing it. So as I speak, I create, and I'm demonstrating so everybody can see how it's done. Because how else could I sit here and preach and tell you to do something when I myself am not doing it? That would make me a hypocrite. So you're seeing it demonstrated, okay? So now, back to this activity, door knocking, getting better, improving, communication skills. Number two is your level of self-esteem and self-confidence will shoot through the roof. Because you're going to be handling something, like we've just been talking about for the last 20 minutes, that very few people on this planet will ever handle. I can ask every man on Instagram Live or every man who listens to this podcast. If I asked them and I said, you're not going to be judged for this, right? This is just between me and you. And I said, do you have a desire to be great at communicating so you can be good at getting girls and making sales, right? Because those go hand in hand for men. They're going to say yes. The reason they won't say yes right now or in a group is because they're afraid someone's going to make fun of them because apparently studying the opposite sex and learning how to get better with them is means for people to make fun of you. Really? Well, the motherfuckers that make fun of you have been stroking their own dicks for the last 10 years and they can't get a girl for shit. So why would I give a fuck about what they say? So now me studying and bettering myself and having a better understanding of a dynamic that's very important in life. You're going to make fun of me for that. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. Keep watching porn and jerking off, dude, while I live a better life than you. More fulfilled and more happy with more confidence. So for all the people who now are suffering from social anxiety, you start upping this, that's automatically going to up your self-esteem and self-confidence, right? Even if you don't want to be a Mac Daddy or fucking whatever his name was, uh, Hugh Hefner, shout out to him, right? Even if you don't want to be at that level, you want to at least be able to go out and say, I'm comfortable. I can initiate conversations. If there's a, a girl that I want to approach, I can approach and not be creepy and have a dialogue, right? I know I can do that. That gives a man a different beingness 
than being the man, which we all were when we were young and little kids. And we were like, fuck, man, what would I say to that chick? And you make excuses to not approach. Well, you know, uh, oh, there's too many people. Like, you just bullshit, right? Which is how most people are. Oh, I'll get some drinks. I'll do it later. That, to me, is not a man. That's a boy. A man does what he wants. You want something, you go after it. It's okay for them to say no, but at least you went after what you wanted and you expressed your desire. Okay? That's, to me, that's the man, the person who gets rejected but went, not the one who sits and talks shit and talks about it and, well, one day I'm going to do it and this and that. Okay? Now, obviously, this applies to both sexes because everybody needs to improve their communication, but you get what I'm saying here. So make it a, a rule and a priority now to start doing this shit and getting better. Is it on your list? Are you doing it every day? Because a lot of people will come on the podcast or, oh, I want to do it. Then they don't do it, which is another reason I'm doing this 30-day challenge to get people to finally fucking commit to doing it, to get better. Because this is going to be jam-packed training almost every day for 30 days. Like, it's going to be intense. But you need to be ready for it. But how about when I step out of the picture, whether you do the challenge or not, you need to be able to continue that energy and that focus and that commitment when I or that teacher is not there, that tells me that you have a genuine desire for it. Otherwise, you're just saying it to fucking say it, which is what a lot of people do. They just say shit. Oh, these are my goals. I want to do this. Okay. What do you have to show for it? Are you at least putting forth the effort? Because I will give mad props to the guy who maybe hasn't achieved it, but he's working at it every day. I can respect that because that's ambition and that's going after what you want. You don't necessarily have to have the results yet, but when you've been talking about this and that for the last five, three, two, four, eight years, and you haven't done shit, well, how can I respect that? Your words are saying one thing, your actions and your results are saying the opposite. I got mad love for the dude who's grinding every day and doing his thing, who still hasn't got the result, but at least he's doing it. At least he's working. So we have to be extremely honest with ourselves. If you're not good, you say, hey, I'm not good. I need to get better. And then you dive fucking head in. But this is a message to get everybody to put this category as a priority as number one in their life because it is. Because just like it's communication outwards, it's also inwards. I communicate very well to myself. But that's part of this learning process too as people are going to have to learn how to communicate better with themselves. And I've gone through a lot to get very good at that. And I can teach the people close to me that very quickly and very effectively. But it's not just outside, it's also inside and vice versa. You have to do both very well at a high level. One of the reasons that I know I'm so good at sales is I'm extremely persuasive with me, with myself. It starts here. I'm very good at selling myself. That's why I can sell other people. And as me selling myself gets better and better and better, my ability to influence other people gets better and better and better. That's the connection that people don't make. They think it's just about selling other people. Uh-uh. You can't sell yourself at the highest level. You're never going to sell somebody else at the highest level. If you want to sell a million-dollar product, but you can't get your ass out of bed on time every day, you ain't selling shit. Straight up. Straight up. Let's keep it real. Okay? So as I see limitations in myself with influencing myself, that's about the same level of limitation I see with a client. I'm not quite there yet. So this is a constant journey and progression to get better and better and better and better. But that's at the top of the list. Even when I read and study, something is always related to communicating. 
because I know how important it is. And it's always been a priority in my life, at least for the last five, six years. And the progress I've made in that time has been incredible. But it's not just my ability to speak that's improved. It's everything else in my life that's just gotten better and better and better and better. The connections I've made, the breakthroughs I've had, more self-esteem, confidence, all that stuff, feeling better, living better, more fulfilled, all from this little thing. But I made it a priority. That's the difference. Okay? So I don't want to ramble on too long. I'm going to drop the link, remember, in the description. And I'll also put it here on Instagram if you want to get on the waiting list for the challenge. But I'll open it up to Q&A now if you guys have questions. Any questions? I'm gonna play Jeopardy music while I wait for the questions. When you say persuade yourself, well, this is what I mean by that, man. Like if I say I'm gonna do something and I don't do it, I'm not very persuasive. So start with that, bro. Start with whatever you say you're gonna do, you do. That's the beginning foundational um, pillar we can say for persuading yourself. If you say something, if I say to myself, I'm doing something, I always do it. That's the start. So build up if that in you is not very good yet. Marketing tips for an open house. Yeah. Door knock around it. Door knock around it. Posting on social media a couple days in a row before. Cold call around it. And you should have a lot of people. What's the door knocking challenge about? It's gonna be a 30 day challenge to teach you approaching communication, door knocking and all that. Get on the waiting list. Uh, door hangers, I would only give the door hangers to the people that don't answer, Annie, and give your business card and get people's numbers who answer. What else? Awesome, Sarah. Sweet. Well done. Seven days and no weed. Sweet. How do you negotiate a sales price? Um, it's going to be different, man. If it's with a buyer, you back it up with facts. If it's, a, if it's with a seller, again, it's with facts. A lot of times when it comes to negotiating price, you have to really um, use factual evidence and the market to support what you're recommending. Right? How many agents in the challenge? I'm limiting it to only 100, Rudy. So that's the waiting list. And then once it's released and people can officially sign up, it's only gonna be for the first 100. You're welcome, Aaron. You're welcome, Annie. What do you think of the new Supra? I don't like it. I like my Mark IV Supra better. Uh, is it smart for a new agent to join a good team to accelerate training? If it's a great team and they offer you a lot, sure, why not, right? Who do you follow or recommend? Uh, Arash is big, mystery, right? I've studied all the old people too, like Anthony Robbins, Jim Rohn, uh, Tom Hopkins, Ryan Tracy. Um, Grant Cardone, I studied a lot in my beginning stages. Those are just some. From the two parts of history, do you like Egyptian or Greek? Both, study both. Um, but if you start, the deeper you get into those studies, Victor, you'll see that a lot of the deities mean the same thing. 
right? Like Hermes and, and Tote are the same. One's Greek, one's Egyptian. So very similar. Building rapport. Uh, if you're a bank teller, a lot of that's going to be subconscious stuff, body language, matching their energy, matching their rate of speech. Start with that trend. That's the best way to do it. Psychology of Selling. Yep, it's a great book. Very good book. Sean Kokoska. I don't even know who that is, bro. I've been seeing people announce it, but I'm not too familiar with all the big names in real estate. So I don't know who Diana is. So I can't answer that. But my assumption is they probably will because a lot of people are joining EXP. <clears throat> Couple more questions, guys. What do you got? Google Drive. Should you walk away from a listing? Uh, if the seller wants a high price listing, yes. If they refuse, yes. Gravitating me to hermetics. Um, more just some of the people that I was studying mentioned it, and that's kind of what made me go towards it. Uh, what's the average time a realtor remains on a team then goes on their own from your experience? Well, it depends, man. If you have the a desire to get on the team and then leave later to go on your own. You need to make sure you disclose that to the team leader when you join because I would be pissed off if you join and then six months later or a year, you're like, all right, I learned enough. I'm on my own. It's kind of a, a douchebag move. So make sure you're very clear with your intentions and what your goals are with your team leader. So you can both be on the same page, right? As far as an average time, I have no idea. Uh, there's no physicals or expireds uh, left for the day. Who should I call? Absentee owners, random cold calls, random door knocks. Just start calling everybody, anybody and everybody. All right, cool. All right, peace out, everybody. That's it for this one. Uh, as always, Team BC Sold sponsors this. My real estate team, go to teambcsold.com if you need anything real estate. Number two, Modern Success, make sure you guys join. Shout out to all the newest members. You can go to briancasella.com on the front page or if you're on Instagram, you can go to the link in my bio. It's my personal coaching program for the world. Number three, EXP. If you're a realtor, join our roster. Go to join.exprealty.com or if you want more information, you can message me directly and I will get you everything that you need. All right, same place, same time every week. Peace out, Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, we'll catch you on the next one. See ya.